This is the Think Courageously podcast. I'm your host, Deb Cummins-Stilato, and I'm here to challenge successful women like you to find the courage to make pivots so that you can ignite your life and expand your limited thinking about change. I'm a certified life and leadership coach, and I'm excited to share my stories and insights into igniting energy from within. When I was a kid, I had a poster on my wall with a quote from Helen Keller, life is either a daring adventure or nothing at all. Are you ready for a daring adventure? Are you looking for the best version of yourself? If so, you're in the right place. Let's embrace the adventure of sparking potential together. Well, hello, and welcome to the Think Courageously podcast. I'm your host, Deb Cummins-Stilato, and today's a bit of a big deal around the Think Courageously podcast studio, uh, because today marks a milestone. It marks the end of one era and the start of another. Um, I started this podcast on January 18th, 2020. I'm going to talk a little bit about how this podcast came to be and why this podcast came to be in a minute. Uh, But I really want to talk a little bit about what I've hoped, what I hope uh, I have given you over the last three years. I created this podcast with the hope of supporting other women to make a pivot so they can leave an inspired life. And as I think about all the interviews that I've conducted over the years, I am very proud of the fact that we have stuck very true to that mission of inspiring courage in other women. Uh, Something else that I'm really proud of is that over these past three years, I have been true to the original premise of what thinking courageously means, which is all about uh, hope, and believing that something is on the other side of something that is very hard. And uh, so that belief that through any challenge, we can get to the other side is what courage is. And we've shared so many stories of courage over the last three years. I also built the show thinking about three pillars, uh, the pillar of success, the pillar of courage, and the pillar of pivots. And what I have found to be true after three years of um, recording this little little gift I've been chiseling away at is that those words continue to show up in so much of the work that I do in the context of coaching and certainly in the context of the conversations that I've had with women. I've learned probably in the last year or two to start with the question of how did you get in the chair that you're in right now? And I found that to be a very powerful interviewing technique for me in terms of getting people to start to open up about their journey and their story. And I have noticed that, and I've taken note of this, that over all the episodes that have been recorded with guests, when I ask them which of the three pillars, compassion, uh, or I should say courage, 
uh, pivots and success, which one resonates most with them? All of these women, except for maybe 5% have said courage. Courage is what's taken them through the hard times. And I think this is worthy of noting. Uh, first of all, women who've chosen to be in this uh, universe, in this room with me, are women who have exceptional stories. And what ties them together is that inner strength and that ability to understand that sometimes we have to go through something to get through the other side. And this is where I want to segue a little bit into how this podcast came to be and when it came to be and why it came to be with the premise of you have to go through hard things to get to the other side. This was an expression that my mother loved, absolutely loved. And it was something that throughout my life, throughout my childhood, throughout my adolescence, throughout my young adult life, with all the stuff and all the shit that I went through, my mom would always go back to this motto of getting through something to get to the other side. I think as I've gotten older, I've learned to understand that it's not just getting through it and getting to the other side, but it's the growth and learning that happens when you're going through it and the magic and beauty that happens on the other side. And so many of you know uh, my story of so much of the pivot in my own life is based in the unexpected, most traumatic and tragic loss of my amazing, incredible mom on September 18th, 20, September 20th, I'm sorry, 2018, and the death of my dad exactly a year later. And if you haven't heard me talk about this, um, I actually went through my IPET coaching program smack dab in the middle of these two grief events. And I remember being in a session, uh, it was probably the second day or the second module of coaching, and this notion of charting a totally different course for what I thought I wanted to do in terms of my business bubbled up to me. And it was around um, letting go of the need to be an expert in every room that I'm in and to really lead with coaching. And with that idea of leading with coaching and being curious and creating a safe space came this idea of supporting other women as they think courageously. But I really didn't know where to start that because up until that moment in time, that snapshot in time, um, I had been, I've had, I had a lot of different twists and turns in the story of my career. And I'd always been a very high risk taker. But at this particular moment, uh, I was coming out of uh, the grieving process and the cleaning up process. And for those of you who have lost someone, you will know that letting go means so many things, letting go of the things, letting go in some ways or redefining the relationship you have of who you lost with who you are now. Um, and 
It was actually also really interesting when I look back to the date of January 18th, 2020, that it was three months almost to the day, two months, I guess, before the pandemic started. So I'm putting myself back in that chair and I'm thinking about um, the fact that I was like finally ready to go, raring to go to get my business started. And I really love this idea of thinking courageously. And I had this notion of Farah, um, the lioness who's always been by my side. She's right here with me all the time. Farah is very much a symbol of my mom and her um, glory. And uh, having no idea how to start, having absolutely no idea how to move from a consulting business to a coaching practice, having no idea how to move from just doing leadership training to supporting successful women seeking the courage to make pivots. And I knew that in my own story, there was wisdom and opportunity for other women to connect with pieces of my journey along the way. And so what did I do? Um, I shared that notion with my quote unquote success coach at IPEC, a guy named Tommy. And I said to him, I have all these stories, but I have no idea what to do with them. I have no idea how to share them. Um, and it seems so heavy right now. And he said, let me, you know, an, a fellow uh, coach trainer in IPEC world at that time is a guy named Carl um, Pertwee. Um, and I'm not, I'm sorry. It's not Carl, it's Kyle Pertwee. And he said, you know, she's he's married to someone named April Adams Pertwee. And April Adams Pertwee is uh, a storytelling coach. And I said, sign me up. And if you've listened to this show and you've been present when April's been on the show, she will tell you that I'm like the only person who ever just randomly landed in her inbox and said, I want to get coached. I knew nothing about her, but I trusted her fully. And I trusted my intuition that this is where I needed to be. So we started this journey to work together and um, I started my relationship with April by really doing a downloading of what I thought were the worst stories that anyone would ever have to listen to. Like, oh my God, there's the story of divorce and there's story of, um, there, there's just stories of childhood, stories of so many things, so many things to unpack. Uh, stories of my job careers, stories of failed relationships, stories of motherhood, so many, many, many stories. And um, I, I always refer to that 90 minutes as the moment that I vomited my story all over April. And she calmly and quietly listened without interrupting me and without judgment and said, okay, you got a lot here. And we started talking about uh, the nuggets, the nuggets that uh, tied these stories together. And out of those nuggets came um, a way and a place and a format to start the podcast. And so uh, I got it all down and I wrote it all down. And then ironically, 
uh, last week when I went back to go listen to that first episode, I, I guess I felt like I needed to do the same thing with all of you, with all of you listeners, because in the first show, in the very first show, I share my first divorce. Uh, I talk about emotional intimacy. Uh, I talk about values of relationship. In the second story I share to tell you, uh, I share with you, is the story of a second marriage that was toxic, abusive, um, where I experienced so much shame, where I experienced so much embarrassment, where I stuck to it because I couldn't bear the thought of saying to people that I had been divorced twice before the age of 40. Um, I talk about moving back to my mom's house in New Jersey, and I equate that pivot to exchanging baggage of my past with baggage of my past past, um, you know, my stories of uh, my family of origin. And then I talk about, you know, some pieces of pivoting to my work at Habitat, um, just going for it, imposter syndrome, um, how scary it was, asking for help. Um, and I, right now I'm just like thinking to myself, that was a lot. Like that was an awful lot for a first show. Um, and I've done this, I've done this pattern a couple of times, this piece of feeling this, uh, it's almost this, this visceral feeling of like, I'm going to vomit up this story so that if you care to judge me, do it now and jump off the train early. I actually did this uh, vomiting of my story to my wonderful husband, Fred, on our second date. And we've been married uh, for 15 years and together for 18. So even though it was awkward, he accepted me, but I, and he loves me unconditionally, but I do find it really interesting that I decided that the podcast launch would be the place to share all, all of those things. Um, and there was something that I said in that show that really struck me. Um, and that carries to now, which is I did talk a bit about my grief journey and my healing journey. Um, and I use a quote, which I kind of dig, which is as much as you lose in grief, you do get some freedom to share your stories and to inspire other women. And um, I mean that. And I mean that because I would have been terrified while my mom was alive to have done this have done this work, to have shared that story. And for those of you who followed um, alongside with me in a coaching relationship or just listening to the show, you know, I, I am on the other side of this. And I oftentimes say, gosh, I wish my mom knew the version of me that has come to be um, versus the one that she knew that very last day of her life. And not that I was... Uh, I, I feel very confident saying that I was a great daughter and I was a great uh, 
connector in our family and I did the right things. And I was able to experience a lot of successes with my parents before they died. And uh, I did not have the confidence and I did not, and I had not done the mindset work to be able to be my authentic self every day of the week. And I feel like I'm so much more at that place now. So, um, you know, when I look back on this and I talk about letting go, uh, I think that takes us up to a place now of, you know, why I'm choosing uh, to stop the show. And, you know, it's taken me a month to record this show. Uh, the last live episode was before the holidays. And I kept saying, I'm going to record it. I'm going to record it. I'm going to record it. And there was a part of me that just was really struggling with letting go of something that was so closely tied uh, to that part of my journey, that snapshot in time, that part of where my business was, that part of where my life was. Um, and so it took me a little while to record this show. And so um, I appreciate you listening to it if you've stuck with it and you've been part of this cliffhanger, so to speak. Um, I have been really working hard this year in 2022. Now we're in 2023 on figuring out this notion of letting go and healing. And I've done a lot of really deep, deep work on myself and my own ability to think courageously. And as a result of that, I really started to think of, you know, what serves me in my next chapter? What serves me in terms of the next chapter of my business? And I have realized that I'm ready to turn my my book into a book, into my chapters into a book. And that this podcast has given me all the content I could ever need to write a book about thinking courageously and my experiences um, in interviewing women who have identified as thinking courageously. And um, also because I think there are other ways that I can serve women um, that don't involve me speaking right now to myself on a screen or in a closed room. Uh, with a guest. And so I know that, you know, everything has a season and everything has a time. And this, this podcast is something that I'm so proud of. And it's also okay to let it go um, because I want to create the space to write this book. I want to create this space to be more creative in my business I want the space to make my life a little bit more simple. I want the space to make the people around me's life a little bit more simple. And um, so I'm ready to turn the page. Um, and I'm super excited about what's next. I haven't really flushed out the process of how I'm going to do this or what this is going to look like or when I'm going to do this writing of the book, but I'm saying it about as loud as I can right now that I am going to do this. Uh, my intention actually is to go back and listen to every single podcast that I have recorded 
and pull out the insights. So um, I have a beautiful new notebook that I got uh, in Amalfi in Italy that the paper's just super magical. And with a special pen, I started to take notes from my own, my very first episode one. And, um, you know, I wrote down some insights. Um, and my insights were around my healing journey, issues I worked on. Um, I've worked on, I was shocked at how calm I was on the first podcast, which kind of cracked me up as an insight. Um, I was so matter of fact about all those other stories, except um, it is always, and I think will always be incredibly painful for me to talk about um, the loss of my mom. And so I got, I got a little weepy there. Um, I think it's also really interesting that I heard a lot of judgment of myself in that first show. I felt a lot of imposter syndrome in that first show. Um, and I was very clear about what I wanted this show to be about. You know, I was clear and the commitment has been unwavering around supporting other women to think courageously. So as I go through all of the episodes, maybe a couple of week and jot down those insights and connect the dots, um, I'm excited to see what I learn and what I uncover and what I discover. And uh, I will be back in lots of different ways to share the next chapter with you. But for now, please remember that life is either a daring adventure or nothing at all. So keep living your life, keep living your adventure, and keep thinking courageously. I'm sending so much love to all of those uh, listeners who have listened to every single episode. I'm so grateful. I'm sending massive love out to all the guests who've been on this show. Um, and a little extra special shout out to my daughter, Allie, who helped me in the beginning understand how to do a podcast. And my husband, Fred, who has always given me the unconditional support to do this. And finally, I'm going to sign off by saying, uh, Letting go of this is what needs to happen. And I have to go through this and I have to get to this beautiful place on the other side of creating more ways to support all of you in the journey to think courageously. Thank you for being such an intimate partner in my own growth journey. I love you, adore you, and uh, thank you for being on this ride with me.